This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. And now, ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming the woman who won more than 65,800,000 votes in the last election, Hillary Rodham Clinton. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10, we did not know each other. And we could not speak to each other because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. To every politician who is taking donations from the NRA. It is because America has not invested in its people. And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. And if we could have figured out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever. Well, it didn't happen. Here we are. You're wrong. Are you better off than you were four years ago? Fellow Americans, it's time, it's time to speak out. They're looking for help. They're looking for help. They're not looking for more of the same. When people lose their jobs, there's a good chance I'll know them by their names. When a factory closes, I know the people who ran it. When the businesses go bankrupt, I know them. We will be We will respond with that timeless creed that sums up the spirit of a people. Yes, yes we, we can. can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. And when we get enough money, honey, we'll bring you down. But their children were saved. And their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public Access America. Make a stand. I know I did. Thank you very much. And may God bless America. So in one of the emails, John Podesta is talking about pizza. He's Italian and Greek, I mean, you know, <laughs> and a very good cook. And a very good cook, and yeah, his risotto recipe is still there if you want to see it. Um, and I'm sure there's something very nefarious about that risotto recipe. So, so all of a sudden, John's writing about pizza, and one of these really, I consider, uh, evil people in the media world uh, and in the online world out of whole cloth make up this story 
that John Podesta and I are running a child trafficking ring in the basement of the Comet Pizza Parlor. By the way, there is no basement. Yeah, there is no basement. <laughs> now, you would think people would be laughing like crazy, shaking their heads, but if you migrate that crazy story to Facebook posts, to news outlets, there are people who will believe that, including this very unfortunate young man in North Carolina who believed it. It was meant to be believed to influence voting. Even I have to say I don't believe it was meant to be believed to influence somebody to pick up an AR-15 and drive from North Carolina to Washington to liberate the imaginary children from the imaginary basement of the pizza parlor. But in came this young man believing that he was on a mission because he saw it on Facebook, he saw it in other places online, he saw it in, quote, news outlets, and so he was there on a mission of rescue. People could have gotten killed. He shot his automatic weapon off inside this pizza parlor. The street where politics and prose is was shut down. There was an active crime scene because people who cared more about weaponizing information, making ne negative stories up, than the truth, than facts, or even public safety, uh, and certainly any concern about children was non-existent, they were determined to stimulate, to propagate the attitudes that would grab some people in some states, some congressional districts, some towns and counties, so that they would be saying, well, gosh, you know, if Hillary Clinton and her campaign chairman are doing something like that, they should go to jail. I can't vote for that. That's the worst example, but there are so many other examples that were the same pattern from stealing to giving to WikiLeaks, to propagating, to weaponizing into somebody's, you know, Google chain, into somebody's Facebook post. And I think it's one of the most serious challenges we face going forward in politics, not just at the presidential level, but up and down, because if we don't get a handle on information that is not just controversial, protected by the First Amendment, but aimed at spreading lies to the extent that they can cause behavior like we saw in this terrible instance, it will not stop. And I'm glad that the Congress and others are looking at Facebook and Twitter and Google because they are the vehicles, the one of the very first um, vehicles to deliver this kind of information to people. But I was just terrified for Lissa and Brad and all their employees and everybody on that street uh, because I, I could see what the trafficking of that absolutely horrible information 
uh, was meant to do, and it got out of hand, and we were just fortunate that nobody was injured. And what and it, and it you know it keeps going, but the consolation, and there is consolation, is that the outpouring of support from our community was unbelievable for Comet, for politics and prose. People feel tremendous ownership about their communities, and um, you know, and I might just say, Mike Pence at that time was. Uh, living about a mile away in a rented house in a, before he could move into the vice president. We'd see his motorcade up and down. Did he once think about coming in, buying a slice of pizza? Buying, of course not. But the community has been fantastic. And any of you who've you know, come to Comet or come to P&P after that, thank you. It really made a huge difference. Um, okay, I want to be a little lighter for a second here. Um, so there's a very funny moment in the book where uh, when you say that President Obama told you, don't try to be hip, you're a grandma. <laughs> just, just be yourself. And my question is, what did he, what did he think he was, you were going to run off to a soul cycle class or <laughs> take a mixology course or to chia pudding? I mean, what was he, what was he, what was he worried about? Oh, there's probably so many examples that... Um, I know, I'm just wondering, because you know, President Obama, I think it's okay, <laughs> honestly. No, um, no he, he, he was an extraordinarily supportive and helpful friend uh, throughout the whole campaign. Uh, he would uh, call me periodically, and he would say, are you getting enough sleep? Um, are you, uh, you know, eating well? I'd say, oh, I think I'm getting enough sleep. I think I'm eating well. And then he'd say, well, are you exercising? I'd say, well, you know, I think I'm getting enough sleep, and I, I think I'm eating well. <laughs> uh, but he, he really, you know, stayed up with me, stayed up with the campaign. Uh, and uh, I can't remember which, which of the incidents he might have been referring to, uh, but uh, he was always just uh, in my corner and had my back throughout the whole, you know, 18 months or two, nearly two years. Um, okay, so you love words. Um, she's a great writer herself, by the way. You love words. Your husband loved words. Did anybody see President Clinton's guest crossword puzzle in the New York Times a few months ago? That was pretty cool. Um, so we're going to play a little word game, if that's okay. Are you, you up for this? Okay, it's going to get... It's, have you ever heard of the game Boxers or Briefs? What? <laughs> boxers or Briefs? You know, like... If you're a guy, do you, are you like boxers or briefs? So we're going to play that game, but don't worry, you don't have to answer that question. Um, and I'm going to give you two words, and you just have to, without thinking, this book is very revealing, but you know, you, people know now exactly which kind of hot sauce you like, and they know that you do deep breathing and all that stuff. So we're just going to help them out with a few more things, and I'm going to give you two words. You're going to just immediately, whichever one most suits you, you're going to answer, okay? Ready? Yeah, I okay. do have to say a word about hot sauce first. Okay. <laughs> Help. I mean, I have carried hot sauce since 1992. I just want it's you true. to know. It is true. And there were people who were actually accusing me of just making that up. It's not made up. No, it's not made up, but I do spend probably more time than I should in the book talking about hot sauce. So, <laughs> anybody want any recommendations, uh, just let me know. Okay, it's, it's true. For as long as I've known you, hot sauce has been in your purse. Absolutely true. We can all vouch for her. Okay, you ready? So, two words. You got to, okay. It's going to get progressively a little harder. 
but we're not going to do too many of them, okay? So, tea or coffee? Coffee. <laughs> beach, or, beach or mountains? What? Beach or mountains? Beach. Okay. Shower or bath? Well, these are all really unfair, and that is particularly unfair. <laughs> these are easy. Come because, on. I mean, really, it depends upon how much time you have. Okay, that's fine. Okay, Pilates or yoga? Yoga. Vodka or Chardonnay? Again, it depends upon how much time you have. Um, history or mystery? Oh, uh, historical mysteries. How was that? Okay. <laughs> Putin or Trump? <laughs> yeah, well... I, I have to take that under advisement for the following reasons. Um, I ran against both of them. <laughs> Excellent. I was going to say Comey or Comey, <laughs> who you also ran against. Um, okay, I think we'll, um, we're going to take some audience questions. I have, we, you guys did great questions. There were zillions of them. A lot of them were similar. Um, and first of all, lots of people just said thank you. And I could go through a lot of cards that just said thank you. Um, quite a few also related to young people and young women especially and getting into politics. So here's one. And here's one that there's, there are two that are sort of similar. What advice would you give to a young woman who wants to go into politics? And here's another one that's similar. Would you encourage your daughter to enter politics if she were interested, but you knew she'd experienced the same level of sexism you've encountered during your political career? Well, let me answer this question uh, in general, because I would say the same thing to any young woman uh, who were to ask. I'd say, look, even though I write at length about the challenges that women in politics face and point out it's not just me and it's not just Democratic women, it is unfortunately still a very, uh, very tough double standard, I would still say that if you are willing to enter politics, either as a candidate, as a campaign staffer, as a you know, person in government and public service, because that's how I view the, the bigger definition of politics, um, you just have to be prepared and try to uh, have the confidence without being uh, walled off, without being you know, too uh, defensive, and it's easy for me to say I've been all of those things at various points in my uh, public career, but it's a really great experience, and it is important to have more women in politics, and it is important that we, 
we all support each other in uh, the political arena. Uh, you know, one of the uh, great quotes that I have loved for years is Eleanor Roosevelt saying, for any woman who enters the public arena, she needs to grow skin as thick as the hide of a rhinoceros because you will be uh, judged by everything from, you know, your hair to your voice to whether you are married or not married, whether you have children or don't have children. Um, so it's a constant gotcha game. And you have to be clear about why you're going into politics and what you hope to achieve um, through your, your efforts. But I, I, I say in the book, you know, by pulling the curtain back and talking about how hard it is, I don't want to discourage anybody. I want people to be more aware of it so we can call it out for what it is. I, I, you know, but this is common across every walk of life. And there's a, there's a fascinating article in the New York Times sports section today about women in sports and the grief they take because of their voice. Yeah. And as somebody who has been called everything uh, when it comes to, well, everything, but I'm thinking <laughs> particularly about voice, um, it really struck home with me. Uh, you, you know, you just have to be prepared. You have to have at least a sense of humor to get through some of uh, what you're going to face. Uh, but if you are prepared, if you educate yourself, if you are surrounded by good you know, good supporters, friends, family, people who can tell you the truth. You know, like Lissa started off saying she told me it was a terrible idea to write this book. I am grateful for that because she's a friend. And you need friends who tell you when things are good and when things aren't so good. I think it's really important. So I've got this new organization called Onward Together that I've started. And, and really... The, the primary purpose is to support groups that are recruiting young people, especially young women, training them, funding them. We also highlight and lift up uh, wonderful groups like Indivisible, which is leading the charge to keep, the, keep our attention where it needs to be. Like, we've got to stop this latest attempt to repeal the Affordable Care Act uh, that is going on. So. I think there's a lot of good work to be done. And, and Onward Together is really interesting because that was uh, you and Howard Dean, you met with Howard Dean earlier this year, our friend Judith McHale, who were so instrumental in really thinking outside the box about how to bring young people, get them involved, engage them, support them, because they know a lot more than people like Well, us. I mean, it was so great. After, after the election, one of the things that kind of, you know, got me out of bed and moving again were the stories I would hear. People would call and say, oh, there's this new young group uh, that one of your campaign staffers has started called Run for Something, and it's aiming at recruiting more young people. Or there's a, a group, there's a group called Swing Left. They're going to yeah. try to flip the house. Or a, a group that I've worked with before, Emerge America, which has a great record of electing women. Uh, Color of Change, which focuses on, you know, uh, African-American uh, young people, getting them into politics and doing uh, some of that work. So I felt like there's so much we can do because at the end of the day, and I, I just have to say this and hope you help me figure out how we're going to make it happen. 
everything we do, we can, we can write books, <laughs> we can speak out, we can go to protests, we can recruit people to run for office, but if we don't get people to vote, starting in Virginia and New Jersey, and then in 2018, we're not gonna turn this around. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment, this is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power of our ideals, democracy, liberty, opportunity, and unyielding hope. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, you, and nobody, nobody gonna hit as hard as fight. Ask not. Yes, we can. What your country can do for you. I have a dream. Ask what you can do for your country. Yes, we can. have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. But it ain't about how hard you get. It's about how hard you get and keep moving forward. How much you take it and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Yes, we can. I wanted to run out of that tunnel. For my dad. To prove to everyone what? Public Access America. Yes, we can. On SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and now Facebook. Public Access, Public America. Access America. History in the history making. In the making. 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 History in history the making. In the making. Looking for your next favorite podcast? Stop searching and let Potable do the work for you. Potable is the only podcast listening platform that uses artificial intelligence to recommend podcasts tailored to you. Import your favorites automatically and instantly discover countless options. Download the app in the iOS App Store or visit potable.co to access a world of discovery. Yep, that's potable. P-O-D-I-B-L-E. That's some good app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.